with every end, there birthed something new. And this is the birthing something new, but I must again acknowledge sort of the the failure that I experienced within myself. Um, Stephanie, um, uh, and, and I think honestly the, <clears throat> the failure was this. Ultimately I knew Stephanie was never a good thing for me. But uh, I think what's important to make a distinction here is that Stephanie as a person was fine. But Stephanie as the symbol for my yearning for, you know, love or affection or whatever, it was ultimately toxic, so to speak. So Stephanie as a person was fine. It needed to be where it was. It, it needed to be whatever it was, you know, it just needed to be in limbo, it needed, you know, she ultimately needed to stay a stranger. That was it, you know. She needed to stay a stranger, and, and uh, so to speak, or just, you know, a nothing, nothing deeper than that. But. In terms of Stephanie as a symbol, it was very toxic for me. Because the reality is there will always be a Stephanie um, in your life, um, so to speak, or but it doesn't have to be in your life. And, and I think... <clears throat> I think the failing part of my realization is this, that Stephanie as a person did need to get cut off because I could never detach the difference Right, I could not quite discern the real Stephanie between the fantastical Stephanie in my head. Um, as well, she could never discern the fantastical image of her ex and the real ex, right, that she is in love with. Right, but, but there is a difference between her and I, so to speak. I, I need to cut off the real Stephanie. But the realization is this. It's that this cutting off is only a temporary solution. Right? The, the inner workings of understanding the fantastical image that you have built of a person and then the real person themselves is what's at stake here and cutting off the real person only sort of kind of does a band-aid to the situation because it, it, you know in my life there will always be another Stephanie you know if I don't fix the problem that I have it, there will always be another Stephanie and so I always come back to another situation. It'll just, you know, it'll just 
be a, a different girl with a different name, ultimately, right? And I'll suffer the same pain, so to speak. <clears throat> I think I, I'll, ultimately I was foolish to think that I could do this um, while keeping Stephanie in sight, so to speak. Um, it, I think it finally crossed its its threshold. You know that that's what happened. It 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 broke its threshold. I mean, it was doing good, like I was doing good. But I think that was just kind of fake in itself. You know, because <clears throat> I still caught myself wanting something from Stephanie, wanting um, you know her to call me or you know her to kind of be more acknowledging but at the same time it's like it's so damn selfish of me but (laughs) you know at the same time it's like why are you doing this to yourself you know why are you wanting investment in someone that doesn't want to invest in you ultimately it's not like her fault you know it's it's just I mean, she's probably, she probably would tell me, you know, she never meant all these things. But the thing is, she's doing it. That's the problem. Um, She's unconsciously doing it, right? So whatever she's saying, it doesn't matter because unconsciously, she's not investing. She doesn't want to invest in you. Unconsciously, that's what she does. Consciously, she will tell you that she's trying to invest in you. She's trying to invest in something good, something special, so to speak. But the realization, I've said realizations already so many times. I don't know why I want to keep saying that word. Um, Anyways, you know, even when she tells you that um, she doesn't know what she wants right now. Unconsciously, she knows what she wants. She just doesn't want me, ultimately. That's what it comes down to. Because if she did, I mean, she would be investing already, right? Now, her attempting to is just, it's nice that she's attempting, but it's ultimately not there, right? It's ultimately not there, right? Now, I don't want this to kind of make this all directed at her, but because it's mainly... A pure reflection of myself, right? It's me not fully investing in myself. It's me not... um, That's really what it really is, ultimately. Me, my anger with Stephanie not uh, investing in me is actually not the real anger. The real anger is that I am not investing in myself. And so... This becomes the task, but at the same time, I need to cut Stephanie off in order to do this, right? To reel myself back again. Now, I thought I could keep her at kind of bay, at kind of at length, but it it proved to fail. You know that that day that she didn't call me back, um, it just broke. You know, <laughs> like I don't know what happened, but it just like it just snapped inside of me. Like it just 
it just did. And I guess it, I guess I didn't realize how how thin I was already holding on to Stephanie. You know, it was just or you know, it just it just snapped completely. And then when she texted me this very kind of mundane reply, um, I just I was just like, it's done, <laughs> it's over. I mean, I know it's over, and I think even unconsciously for her, it's over, it's done. You know, I mean, like I said, I you know I know that she wanted something deeper. She never had anything, you know, a, a deep um, friendships and stuff like that. But maybe, maybe I'm not the person. I, maybe I'm just not the person that can. I, I mean, I know I was. I knew I was confident enough that I knew I was the one that would be able to provide that for her. But at the same time, there is just this lacking. Uh, lacking of giving back, you know. And when you think about it, it's like ultimately I'm not asking for much, but because I was totally cool with the you know the once and once once a week calling in and talking to her, but you know, and I, and I figured that was pretty good, so I can slowly wean her wean myself but <clears throat> it, it what ended up happening was I ended up putting so much emphasis on that one call during the week that when she didn't give it to me it just broke it for me you know it shattered uh, everything right but that but that but that shattering really reveals how thin you know the thin I how groundless I really was. So it's, it's frustrating, you know, and and, and it, it, you know, and it took me a while to understand that, you know, I actually have been mourning Stephanie ever since I met her. <laughs> Ultimately, yeah, I, I have been. I, ever since that day that she told me that she wanted to take it slow and just kind of, you know, be friends. Um, I knew immediately that it was bad to do this, bad to go into it, bad to just to pursue it. I knew immediately. But what, what I didn't understand was that it's not that Stephanie was a red flag, so to speak. I mean, she is still hung up on her ex, so that's technically is a red flag for anybody that knows anything. Right? And it comes out, right? And the projection of that comes out as me being needy, me being, um, you know, wanting too much. But that's the thing. It's what I'm starting to realize is that I don't think really I was as needy as she claimed I was. It was really, (laughs) it was really, there was parts of her projecting onto me because ultimately she wanted to be needy to somebody else. And I've experienced the same thing where when I really want someone else, 
you almost become needy, but when they're not satisfying your needs, right? But then when somebody else is pursuing you at the same time, right? You're like, whoa, slow down. Like, you know, give me space. Like, let me breathe. Like, you know, it, you instantly, it, it goes the opposite, right? You instantly become avoidant rather than needy. It's interesting, right? The dynamic, because the person that you really want that you don't have, you become needy towards. And then the person that's pursuing you that, in essence, you don't want or don't know about, you're just kind of like, no, I don't, you're just being too much, right? And, and that's what she kind of gave the impression to me. But, I mean, it is true. We were both being too much, right? She was being too much towards her ex wanting something. I was being too much towards her. Um, but, again, it was also a projection we were both projecting onto each other simultaneously. That's, that's, what, that's what was happening. Um, but I needed to know, even though Stephanie was technically a red flag, I myself was a red flag, a red flag for myself in terms of, you know, I had not invested enough in myself, right? Because if I had invested enough in myself, Stephanie saying all these things wouldn't matter, right? I would have just, you know, if I was very task-oriented, task-oriented or goal-oriented, I've been like, look, I want someone. I want to be with someone. And so I'm pursuing. And that's fine. You, you're allowed to pursue. But then, you know, understanding that she's kind of still hung up over us, that's not a good thing for anybody. So you should essentially drop her, right? And that's what I should have done from the very beginning. But I didn't because there's a part of me that just wanted to take this on. But I realize now that it, it was purposeful. I mean, it, it made me come to a thousand uh, epiphanies within myself, you know. And Stephanie will always now play that, that vital reminder for myself that if I don't invest in myself, it, you know, it's, I hurt myself. And that's the greatest pain of all. And, and Stephanie will always forever be symbolically held to that reminder, you know. Um, and, but just at the time, at the time, I just didn't want to face that, you know. I was just so mad at her, I think, you know. And I, I never wanted to admit that I was mad at her. Um, and I never wanted to accept her apologies either. I just wanted to... I just wanted her to prove something, and, you know, she really failed every time, uh, basically, she did, and not that I want her to live her life with guilt, because she shouldn't, but it should, um, You know, it, it should just come to her own realization of that she can't keep what she tries to promise. And simultaneously, I cannot put that burden onto somebody else. I cannot put that burden of investment on somebody else. But there is a weird kind of interplay here because the paradox of dependence 
is this, right? If I had my needs fulfilled, I would ultimately become more independent, right? And this is the psychological understanding, right? So I think what I've maybe done a little bit too much is that I've maybe shamed my, I've, I think I've shamed my needs a little too much, but then I've also approached someone that cannot adequately fulfill my needs because they are trying to fulfill their own through somebody else. Now, if we had pursued each other kind of honestly, I think the needs would have been breached um, easily and without really... Because when I look back when me and Stephanie started, I mean, it was, it was going good. You know, there was nothing wrong with the way it happened. The only thing that happened was that she fell back for her ex again. That was it. If you look back at it, the very beginning, the way it started, the way it began, it was, it was going good. It was well. It was, you know, I didn't feel that I was needy. That's the problem. Right, and feel that I was needy or that I was ultimately asking for something. When I became needy is when she denied me that access. Right. That's that's when it I became a lesser version of myself. And, you know, <laughs> many times I wish I could have lived forever in that Stephanie that I had met in the beginning. You know, I totally wish I could have met that, just lived forever in that moment of the Stephanie that, you know, would FaceTime me and we'd talk for hours and she'd, you know, kind of lay on her bed and get sleepy and just, you know, look at me. But it just shows how crazy and fantastical that image of Stephanie really was. It was a good experience, but ultimately um, it was not um, good for me. But I still believe Stephanie as a person is, is a good person. I believe we're both good people. But yeah, that's it.